Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. It appears that I'll need to rush through an intro to get started with the show. Miss Elizabeth wanted breakfast this morning, and I went to get it, and T-Double drove. So now we're turning on computers and pulling up files. We're talking about work and our wives and Tom's child. But since these are all the things we'll discuss live just for you, we might as well hit record since that's all the prep work we have time to get through. Bouncing from the mountaintop, a file too large to load. He's my amigo, my best pal, my buddy, my bro. Tom fucking Washington. What's been up, man? How are you? Just living the dream, Pat. Just living the dream. How are you living it? One nightmare at a time, buddy. One nightmare at a time. I like it. One nightmare at a time, for sure. How's it going? I feel like I haven't seen you in uh, 10 minutes. Uh, it has been about uh, a dozen or so minutes since the last time we had a face-to-face interaction. Um, but I'm doing uh, fairly well. We did the light festival, as promised, last night. It was uh, much better than I had expected. I was telling you uh, that Miss Elizabeth's friend there, uh, who we'll call Sarah, uh, and Chili McFreeze, I told you they have a child. He's, uh, he's about 12 months, I think. And the kid smiled from the time they took him out of the car in the four-degree weather with the wind blowing like a fucking tornado. Uh, he smiled from the second we took him out of the car to the second he went back into the car. The kid was happy the entire time. I do not understand it. The adults complained far more than that child or his, uh, I don't know, two, three-year-old sister. Uh, so it was a good time because the kids could have been fucking miserable, but they weren't. Nice, nice. I did not go to the casino yesterday. Uh, like I Why not? Uh, well, so we realized, I told you this, right, that we realized late in the uh, week that the All-Star game was today, so there was no basketball, and our original plan was to go watch basketball at the new sports book. And uh, once we realized that, I told Griff, oh, I'm probably not going to do it. And then I was like, oh, well, fuck it. We can go watch college, even though I'm not a big college bas- I'm not a big basketball person to begin with. But March Madness is right around the corner. And me and Griff plan on betting heavy on that. So I figured, oh, well, I should go watch some college basketball. And it just never uh, came together, I guess. He made other plans when I told him I probably wasn't going to do it. And then uh, I ended up working for some stuff for my actual job last night for a while. So, and then I told Erica, like, Erica and I could have went. But I just, like, you ever just have a feeling, you know, and you're just like, eh, this probably isn't the best thing right now. I just had a yeah. feeling that if I went to the casino, I would have lost a lot of money and I wasn't up for it. Uh, so we stayed in and uh, I finished up with work around eight o'clock last night. Went up, watched, uh, we had some Chinese food and uh, watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I did. A, you're going to talk a little bit about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I'll gladly join you on. I love the show, but you're just uh, just getting into it, I guess. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Yellowstone, uh, which I stayed up till one thirty in the morning so I could watch the uh, the end of the last season that's available on Peacock. Um, and fuck, man, I can't wait to talk about those two things because I'm going to tell you, Yellowstone, I think, is one of the fucking most amazing things I've ever seen. That's what I hear, man. I really got to start watching it. I heard that, so again, as I said a million times on here, I listen to, I used to listen to the news every morning on my way to work, and now I've switched it to just strictly listening to sports radio. It's much better for my mental health than, like, I couldn't tell you one thing that's going on in the news, nor do I give a flying fuck 
I'm over the. I'm news. pretty sure UK, Ukraine's about to get blown up like a porn star, and uh, there's truckers. Uh, there's there's some truckers that are striking. Yeah, I, I mean that's pretty much it. Like I, they have no idea what it's about. Couldn't give you the slightest fucking bit of inkling to even start to talk about it. Nor do I give a flying fuck. Like I'm done with the news. Uh, I catch things here or there, but I really. I'm not into it like I used to be, which is, I think, good. Much rather listen about sports and a drama in those areas. So, uh, but... Well, At least shows... sports news is real news. Like, you can believe what they're saying. Yeah, exactly. It's not propaganda. Um, so, but there's a guy I listen to, uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo. He used to do the show with uh, uh, the famous guys from New York. It was Mike and the Mad Dog. Remember that show? Mike and Mike? No, not Mike and Mike. Mike and the Mad Dog. Chris Russo. Oh, he was the Mad Dog from Mike and the Mad Dog. Yes. Uh, they split gotcha. off. They did their own little thing. So he has his own channel on Sirius. So his show is from 3 to 6 every day. And he did a little review on Yellowstone. It says he refuses to watch it because of the uh, the sister. The sister-in-law or somebody like that. is a, yeah. yeah, she's a cunt or something. Um, that is putting it mildly. Yeah, so he refuses to watch it because he cannot stand her character anymore. And I guess the new season, it makes it's even worse. So, um, he said he refused to watch it. But I am very intrigued to hear your review on it. Maybe I'll watch it. I'm almost, I don't want to say I'm almost done with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I mean, they're only half-hour episodes. So, like, I'm on season three or four. So, I'm blowing through it pretty good. Um, yeah. Great show, though. Great show. I'm really enjoying well, that fuck it. You want to do these two reviews? Get them out in the open? Yeah, yeah, we can switch up. I mean, it's not in line with your timeline. I know how you get upset about doing a timeline. I do. We uh we naturally transitioned into this, so why why fight nature? Well, I was gonna say, why don't we leave it as a little teaser and we'll run through these uh these memes. Teaser it is. Teaser, now that you guys teaser. are all half hard, let's talk about memes. Yeah, let's talk about memes. You know, Pat, we need to come up with a uh a good intro for our memes. Like a song? Yeah, like we do for movie reviews, TV show reviews, mail time, all that stuff. I'm open, Number Niners, to a text message because I don't keep up with modern music very well. I try. Like, I like Joyner Lucas. That's uh, Logic. Uh, Logic at, the, at this point has retired and come back, so I'm not sure that you can call that modern. Um, if you guys know of a song that has the word meme in the title and is upbeat, I'd be interested. I don't know that they have a song about memes, but I just have to assume that they fucking do. I am tempted, Tom, to say let's use Island Boy. Island Boy! Because that's a big-ass meme. Um, We were just looking at memes, yeah. Let me ask you this. Uh, Have you listened to the new Tommy Donald song? Which one? It came out a couple weeks ago. He dropped two. Yeah. I've heard the name of the one I listened to. It was... White Boys? Yeah, White Boys. You listen to that song? I did. What do you think? I don't recall exactly, but I recall thinking this is about as good as he's been for the last couple years, but it didn't seem new. Does that sound right? Yeah, like it's the same stuff, but it's a good song. You know, it's the same stuff he's been saying for the last couple years. Which I think it's is a solid uh, production from Tom McDonald about how difficult it is to be white, which for a while he was saying things that I would say were very, very legitimate. Now he's saying those same things, but he's saying them 16 different ways. Yeah. 
Uh, what was I gonna say? He dropped a new album on on uh, Friday with that guy. They dropped an album together. Um, Who is it? Adam Calhoun. I don't know. I just recognized him from the music video because he was on the cover of the album. I was thinking about buying it, um, but I haven't listened to the albums I bought the first time. Did I tell you? Really? Yeah, they're just sitting in my truck because that's the only place where I have a CD player. Um, Why would you not throw those bad boys in when you're driving to and from work? Again, man, I get like you know how I get, man. I'm super, uh, like super compulsive. And I set up a routine, and I've gotten into the routine of listening to the sports radio, and I don't want to change that. Um, because and a, really the sports radio thing, I've gotten into one when the Niners got better. I like to hear about what's going on in sports because the Niners are gonna be playing this team, and like it was astonishing to me how quiet people were about the Niners until they actually made the playoffs. But, um, but more importantly is i've been betting a lot so i like to hear people's takes and you know get ideas for bets and stuff like that so you know because all these people that are reporting on sports are all degenerate gamblers like myself yeah that's fair pat can i tell you how excited i am to potentially start this new podcast with griff number nine Uh, bets yeah let's talk about it i'm fucking pumped dude I'm pumped. I wish you were degenerate like him and I are, but you're not. So that's good. Uh, Luckily, it's because I'm just so uh, self-aware on that one. Um, I really, really, really thoroughly enjoy a good gamble. I uh, Yesterday, perfect example, um, one of Liz's siblings wrote on our little group chat. They said, we got to figure out something that we can all do together more frequently. And I immediately was like, poker night. Like, (laughs) I will do anything to fucking gamble. Um, so I tried, I deleted the app. I, you know, I took that free money that we talked about. I put 125 bucks in. I won some money. I lost some money when I was out, I was out and I deleted the app immediately because I didn't want to. And I really, really wanted to keep making bets. Uh, I don't go to the casino. Um, I do anything I can to avoid gambling. Cause I fucking love gambling. You, you want to hear something seriously depressing, seriously depressing. What's I, that? uh, so Thursday, Thursday I hit. I hit some bet fucking Wednesday night, some parlay bet. So I had some money in my account and I went on and I started playing the fucking slot machines. Right. And I won a couple hundred bucks. No big deal. So then we're sitting there at pool, me and Griff, and I start playing blackjack on my phone and I'm fucking hitting bets left and right. I'm playing three hands at a time. We're fucking winning. I'm up to like 300 bucks. Then I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go play some slots. I start playing some more slots. I'm up to $500. Right. So okay. cool. Cool. I get home from pool. I'm taking a dookie and I'm playing fucking slot machines on my phone and I went through the whole $500. Jesus. Yeah, very depressing. So then yesterday I was bored. And Let me ask you, when you go up like that, do you start making bigger bets? No. Uh, when I'm playing slot machines, it's typically always the same bet, $5. $5 to spend. Um, okay. Which is, so yesterday I'm sitting at home. Erica went out to lunch with her sister and her mom and, uh, I put 200 bucks in and went through that in about 45 seconds and was like, yep, not going to the casino tonight because that's how my night's going to go. And so Ah, I'll do it. So, but that's Erica went Thursday to drop her dad off to a doctor's appointment. I was up by MGM in Springfield and she went to MGM. The first slot machine she sat down at, she hit for 200 bucks, right? First spin. Uh, So she wins $200. 
And then she texted me a picture of it, and I said, you better leave there with money. And not only did she lose that $200, she put in another 200 and lost that. So I figured we were even for for that little bit there. That's but not, not a great week in the uh, Washington household for betting. Good thing we were up. You know, I broke even from the Vegas trip last weekend. So where are you overall? I mean, you got to be up overall, right? Um, I'm about, I, I think now because I lost that 500 bucks, um, because that was technically up 400 because I use, I typically deposit a hundred dollars at a time. So, um, I was up 400. I would say, um, slightly up or just about even between that and okay. sugar house. If you look at just my FanDuel account, I'm down like probably okay. like 700 bucks, but I'm up like 1200 in the other one. So I'm even pro- though didn't you win like eighteen hundred that one time? Yeah, I won, but that's what made me go on Sugar House. Like I said, I'm up like fifteen hundred bucks uh-huh. because I won all that money. Um, so I would say I'm just about even, right? Um, okay. So not great. And again, if I could stay away from the slots and shit, I'd probably be, I you know, I'd be in much better place. But I get bored. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you pass the time with it, and it ends up costing you a bunch of money. For no reason. Because basically you get bored. It's horrible. Horrible stuff. Anyway, let's get into these memes. I just saw that uh, that number three there, fuckface, fuckface asshole, fuck you, uh, just got on and is playing his, his video game. And I'm a little upset he's not watching the show. Ah, uh, fuck you, Mason, that's one. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. Anyway, Pat, this first meme. This is a meme of uh, Joe Burrow standing uh, in full gear, and it says, It's no coincidence Joe Burrow said he was chasing Aaron Rodgers and then immediately lost a big game. It's fucked up, man. Griff, that is not the only Aaron Rodgers burn coming your way. Sorry, bud. This is a picture of Joe Mixon celebrating his touchdown pass from the most recent Super Bowl. Uh, He's celebrating it by uh, basically mimicking that he's shooting a basketball. And the headline reads, Joe Mixon has scored more Super Bowl touchdown passes in the last 10 years than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Oof. It's from the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, it's a picture of 50 Cent performing, and it says, amazing what inflation has done to 50 Cent. It's pretty fucked up that they're talking mad shit about 50 Cent being a little bigger. I gotta tell you, I think he looks healthy at that size. And... I looked at pictures of him from when he had first come out, and he was cut. Holy fuck. He had like 74 abs, bro. He was fucking in insane shape. So for him to not be in the same shape, I mean, I don't see how he could be. It's also 20 years later. Yeah. I, like, oh. dude, he was in incredible shape. I did, I will say, I saw a picture of Ken Shamrock, who I think is 60 or 70 years old, and he looks unfucking realistically healthy. Nice. Uh, this one... Oh, I think I I brought way too much in from this. So all we really wanted was that blue part. This is extremely interesting to me. This is... Uh, I know the dude who posted it. You've actually met the dude who posted it. Not that you would remember. Um, do you remember we were going around talking about uh, the podcast? You actually might not have been there. Um, but I met a dude who was a uh, not famous but professional wrestler 
outside of uh, TJ Maxx in Torrington? Yeah, it definitely wasn't there. Okay, well, I was talking to him about the podcast. He said he was a pro wrestler. We exchanged information. Uh, I have found over the year or so since I met him that he is a uh, very, very liberal individual. So just through his posts. Um, But this one, man, I got to tell you, very interesting. So this is Dick's Burgers in Seattle just upped its minimum wage to $19 an hour. It gives workers free health care, three weeks paid vacation, 50% 401k match, and $9,000 for tuition or child care. Its basic burger costs $1.80. But I was told that paying people a living wage would make burgers cost $20, question mark. Um, Again, this is so interesting to me. It's very interesting. So here's my thing, right? I want to, like, this is, like, I would want to research this more to figure out if, like, because, again, you find it on the Internet. Just because you find it on the Internet doesn't make it fucking true. Uh, so I want to see if how true this actually is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have so many questions. One, is their minimum wage actually $19? Two, uh, it gives its workers free health care. It seems like that would come with limitations. I mean, so if I have cancer, I should just go apply for a job at Dick's Burgers? Um, three weeks paid vacation seems very generous, but it's, I guess, realistic. 50% 401k match to what amount? Because if you're, you'll match my 401k 50% up to 3%, then I, that's every fucking company. Every company is willing to do something to match for the most part. Um, the real one, though, a burger costs $1.80. Tom, how big do you think that burger is? And how many burgers do you think come in a pack of burgers? It's probably a White Castle burger size. Exactly what I was thinking. So I was thinking uh, the burgers are $1.80 and they start at a 10 pack. Yeah, so it's $18. Right. Like, the, the, you know, this is <laughs> extremely misleading. Um, I was Just told like paying, everything. I, I was told paying people a living wage would make burgers cost $20. Um, I mean, we don't currently pay a very good wage because uh, it's not a it's not a career oriented field from, from my interpretation of it. It's kind of your high school job to flip a burger. Um, and those burgers at Wendy's are currently $11. Burger King are currently $10. McDonald's are currently $10. So yes, I think if we doubled the fucking salary, it would double co- the cost of the fucking burger. But Okay. So that aside, right. You go to a place like five guys, right. That has a decent burger, right. If you get just a burger, right. And say, because I'm, a fat fuck, and you get a double bacon cheeseburger. That that burger is like twelve or thirteen dollars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's one person. So even at a place like Five Guys, where it's nothing special. I mean, Five Guys is a good burger. That's all it is. It's I, I would take several burgers over Five Guys. But if you and I were to go to Five Guys, we would probably get two burgers and one large fry. Like we would split it because it's so fucking expensive to eat at Five Guys. Let's see here. Uh, has eight locations in Seattle. Okay. I want to see. You want to look at that menu. That's what I'm looking at. And you are 100% correct, Pat. That a plain, first off, the guy's a liar. The plain hamburger is a single eighth pound grilled patty with no condiments. It's $1.90. Okay. 
So an ace pound, you're typically getting a quarter pound. So it'd be it's about the half a size. I'm typically one. getting a double quarter pounder, but go ahead. Yeah, but I'm saying like the sides, right? It's like the ones that you buy at the mm-hmm. grocery store. Those are typically a quarter pound. So they're half the size of something that you would buy 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 at the grocery store. That's no right. cheese, no nothing. Um, with a ketchup and a small amount of mild mustard, it goes up to two dollars. A plain cheeseburger is two twenty. A cheese cheeseburger with the condiments on is two thirty five, and a deluxe, which would be two eighth pound grilled patties with melted cheese, lettuce, mayo, is four thirty five. But again, these are small little burgers, so you're probably buying. I would say a normal person is probably buying at least two of them. So guess what? You're up around nine dollars, right? Their fries are. Quickly, that happened. Yeah, like you know what I mean. So again, I like that he didn't mention in this post that that burger is a dollar eighty, which we discussed is actually a dollar ninety, whatever time. But that burger is a dollar eighty unless you want ketchup on it. If you want ketchup on it, it's no longer a dollar eighty. Like fuck you, bro. Yeah. can you spit on that for free just so the bread's not so dry? Could you? Just I mean, no, I do got to say this. Me? The place looks fantastic. And if I ever go out there to Seattle, I'm definitely getting one of these. Definitely uh, getting a 12-pack? Uh, family-owned, operated. All employees have access up to, to a $28,000 scholarship as soon as they pass their first skill test training. Uh, the child's assistance is between five... Th- Five thousand, nine thousand dollars a year, and a hundred percent employer-paid health care insurance for all employees. Childs are covered at seventy-five percent. Spouses at fifty percent. So again, that's not free. So the the employee, the employer is paying for just the employee's benefits. The children, you're paying twenty-five percent of the child and fifty percent of your spouses. Which don't get me wrong, um, not it's still a good thing right uh and dental coverage is 100 percent employer paid for a non-smoking employee that's a little fucked up and 50 percent for smokers uh sounds like this was a family and i would bet dollars to donuts that in their five locations there's probably 20 family members that work there and for the handful of employees that don't belong to the family this is a really really good opportunity uh, you'll never advance your career because the family is, is so deep. And it sounds like they're not hiring a ton of people anyways. Yeah, it, it's you're working for a small company, um, which good on them to uh, take care of their employees. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. But again, this post is very misleading. And I like did the debunking of it in 35 seconds. And just like everything else, I guarantee you with the scholarships, the child assistant and the, and like it says right here, the limitations to the free health insurance. I don't see anything about the 401k, uh, but like Pat said, yes, they, it's a 50% match, but up to what, right? Everybody has a limit on how much they uh, will match. Yeah, um, our company oh, has my old man. a uh, uh, very, very generous match, but that is also uh, 50% up to X. Well, it's 35% um, up to... Now, yeah, up, it, ours is 35% of 8% they'll match. Now, there's no limitation on the dollar amount that you can that they'll match throughout the year. Like some companies have a specific, do- yeah. like we'll match you a hundred percent up to $6,000 a year or $3,000 a year or something like that. Um, 
Big Rick Washington's in the chat. Just looked it up. It's Ace Palmberger. So he was doing the same thing that I was doing. So nice. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for stopping by and watching the show, man. <coughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's uh, yeah, everything is misleading. You know what I mean? They spin it to fit the narrative that they wanted to fit. Yeah. You know I mean? it, it, this is why I stopped watching the news. Next meme. Uh, this one has a this picture of a bunch of beer bottles around a snowman, including one right up against his mouth, and a person's mugshot off in the corner of the picture. It says, roses are red, pussies are tight, drunk man has sex with snowman, loses penis to frostbite. <laughs> that snowman's not even that hot, bro. And it's melted and knocked over. Well, that's from the loving. That's fucking crazy. That's this is fucked up, Pat. The fact that you put this in the thing, dude. I was reading this before the show. You are a fucked up individual. This girl on Facebook posts, "Been thinking about killing myself lately." To which one of her friends replies, "Let me hit it before you go." You're a horrible person for putting it's this. So up. fucked up. It's like the worst response you could think of. You're a horrible human being, Pat. That guy seriously set men back 10 years by going, it's not that you have no value. Let me expose the one thing that's worth a shit to me before you die. I'm uh, real quickly looking up and see how big a White Castle burger is because I'm, holy shit, dude. I just went to their thing, dude. White Castle's given on Sloppy Joe's with Sloppy Joe oh. fries. Little teeny tiny ones? Yeah, looks so good. They should just call them Sloppy Jays. Oh, oh that sounds that sounds much different than it's supposed to. <laughs> I wanted to uh, see what the actual size is on a on a uh, on a uh, White Castle burger. Hey, what's the price on a White Castle burger? Uh, it doesn't say, probably because they're so spread out over the. Uh, over the country, you know what I mean. Let's see the yeah, original price by territory. Yeah, but it doesn't say they're 100 beef, but it doesn't say what size. 100 beef. I'm trying to read the box. Well, let's put it this way: six sliders is 9.5 ounces. Uh, so, so less, less than an eighth. Yeah. All right. But not much. I mean, trust me, an ace pound burger is not a very big burger. No, it is not. All right, Pat, you want to get into these reviews of the shows? Let's do it. And I said, what about breakfast to Tiffany? She said, I think I remember the film. And as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. And I said, well, that's the one thing we got. All right, you made it through the teaser section, and now here we are, reviewing Yellowstone and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Pat, what do you got? Yeah. Uh, Tom, Yellowstone, uh, Kevin Costner. Um, Yellowstone, I was told, I thought, truly, I felt like I was oversold on Yellowstone, that it was Sons of Anarchy on horseback. And I love Sons of Anarchy, so I was very excited for Sons of Anarchy. And when I started watching Yellowstone, it was not 
Sons of Anarchy. And at first, I was pretty disappointed. Um, it's a lot slower paced. Uh, so it's more almost... like a uh, like a Breaking Bad situation. Well, it's uh, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's on a place called the Dutton Ranch or Yellowstone. Um, and Kevin Costner's family runs the ranch. He is the the head of the family. And um, through the first episode, you are introduced to his children uh, who could not be more different from him or each other. Um, the family just kind of covers a whole gauntlet of things you would need in order to succeed in today's America, um, including, a, as you mentioned before, a daughter who is just a ruthless fucking monster. Um, and then you're also kind of introduced to the fact that this is a show about a ranch. It's about the ranchers. It's about the cowboys that run the ranch um, on the day-to-day -day stuff, fixing fences and moving herds. Uh, so it's cool in that aspect. There's a lot of animals that die. Uh, Miss Elizabeth, not a huge fan of those scenes. Um, and there's a lot of uh, family drama that gets pulled in right away. The show gets better and better. Somewhere, I think it was season two, episode four, or season two, episode five, it all came together for the first time, and I went, this is one of the best shows I've ever fucking seen in my life. I didn't realize how invested in the show I was until that episode, and I was like, fuck, man, like, this just got me so good. Um, so then we just didn't stop watching it. Um, it's fucking incredible. It's really, really good. It's obviously a little bit far-fetched because that's how, you know, these, these shows are all made. Um, some shit that would never, I mean, it's just not feasible that it would have happened in real life. Um, but I'm fine with suspending a little bit of reality as long as it's realistic. And it is very much realistic. Uh, there's a ton of, um, because of where they're at, there's like Indian reservations. So there's a lot of uh, Native American characters, which I thought was pretty cool because we don't see a lot of that on television. Um, I fucking love it, man. It's fucking amazing. There are characters that you fall in love with that you can't get enough of. My boy Rip. Rip is the fucking man. Uh, speaking of Rick, uh, he just... Uh, R.I.P. Rip. Oh, well, Rick just said those burgers are technically sliders in the chat. That's So he's he's done, he's dove deep into the uh, figuring out this Dick's burger chain. There's like a five-minute lag for, in chat box. I think that's because we go through uh, multiple. Uh, it's because you're you're going on YouTube and watching. It has to go through multiple sources before it hits us because I'm streaming on two different platforms. So there is quite a lag with the uh, with the chat. Sorry about that. But anyway, uh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt your thing. So Rip, no. what's he what's he do? Does he rip people apart or uh yeah, so uh there are I don't want to spoil anything. There are people on the oh, show. Like you ruined a new Spider Man movie? Yeah, I'm not gonna okay, that wasn't a spoiler, but I get where you're going with this. Uh Griff there said are people it was on the show who are branded with the like you know, like a fucking cattle brand. Uh they're branded uh on their left uh peck. Um, and it doesn't say why for a long time, so I won't spoil why, but, uh, those people, uh, make the show worth watching alone. And, uh, just like the, everything that they do 
is they do things for the right reasons. They're not always doing what's uh, legal. They're not always doing what's moral. They're doing what's necessary uh, to get the job done. And like you, you, you're just so invested, like, fuck man. Like not only is that the type of person that I would want to be, but some of it is like, I don't know if I would have the balls to be that good of a person to do that bad of a thing to make sure that the right thing happens. It's really fucking good. Kevin Costner's character. I fucking love everything Kevin Costner does, but his character is, God, he's fucking nasty. He's such a good actor. Uh, let me ask you this, because you kind of have me veering towards uh, <laughs> uh, Rick says, uh, time to bring Pat to the train station. I assume you know what that means. Uh, and see, I, think... I wasn't going to mention anything about the train station. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I've been told what that is. It's where they, uh, it's a cliff. They push them off and kill them. Uh, it's a real place, Tom. It's a fucking, it's a real place. That's it's a hundred miles from uh, what's it? It's a hundred miles from something. Maybe, maybe the closest residence. I don't know. Miss Elizabeth looked it up. It's fucking crazy. The things they found in this spot, bro. This is a place where things go to never be worried about again. Nice. Like in like in our reality, not in the show yeah, reality. Yeah, no, in, in the real world, this fucking <laughs> cliff is a problem solver. <laughs> nice. Um, so let me ask you this, because you've seen both shows at this point. Should I stop watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine to watch this show? Because I'm pretty intrigued. No, what you should do is when you're settled and ready to watch something, you should be watching Yellowstone. When Because Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you can literally pause in the middle of an episode and walk away from it if you need to. So when you're not settled or when you don't have as much time, then throw on an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is fucking fantastic. But Yellowstone is, don't watch it with your son. There's a lot of violence. There's uh, quite a few boobies. Um, and Listen. God knows at 13 years old with the internet, he's never seen a boobie. Um, it's just not, I mean, you do a lot of explaining. There's a lot of character. There's a lot of... Um, you know, I made this decision, and you understand why I made this decision, but a 13-year-old might not understand why I made this decision. It would not be as entertaining with a child involved. Erica and you would be uh, wholeheartedly invested in almost every character. Even the bad guys. I'm like, man, I hope this motherfucker gets his. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to stop watching Brooklyn. See, like, this is the problem. This is why I stopped watching TV shows, because I'm going to go start watching this today. Right? And what's going to happen is I'm not going to do anything else for the next four days. And I'm going to get caught up to where you're, I'm going to start calling out of work to watch. Well, there's this. no, there's no way to say this. That doesn't sound dirty, Tom, but you have full access to my peacock. So you uh, spend as much time on it as you want. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I've been watching Brooklyn nine, nine. If you haven't watched it, it's a show with uh, Andy Seagal or, What's his name? Andy Sandberg. Sandberg. Per perfect. What Andy the S. fuck? <laughs> Seagal. He's, uh, what's, what's that fucking, fucking washed up actor's name? That's a cop. Uh, Harry Cruz? No, Seagal. Fucking, uh, Steven Seagal? Yeah, there you go. It's Steven Seagal's kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and Katie Seagal's kid. <laughs> um, so, I'm, I mean, the show's old. It, you know, it's been, it's over now. They don't have any new episodes, I don't think. Uh, I know that at one point it got canceled and it got brought back, I think, on NBC because it was originally on Fox. 
Um, I can't believe it got canceled. Yeah, I got canceled for a little bit, but then somebody else picked it up. Uh, it's it's good comedy. You know, it's light, um, but you do get invested in it. Like you know, like every good uh, sitcom, there's a uh, a love story underneath it, just like in the Office or in Friends. Uh, so you get you know people start dating each other and stuff. Um, and you become invested in each character, from Rosa to Captain Holt to Amy to yeah. Uh, what's his What's his fucking oddball ass friend's name? His best friend. Oh, uh, it starts with a B. Fuck, I can never remember it until he says his name. But it's fucking hilarious. He's he's Dude, one of the he's fu- one of the best characters. Dude, do you want to know who I think really is the best character who plays the best role in that whole show? It's Captain fu- Holt. Yes, Captain Holt is. <laughs> Phenomenal. I just watched uh one of the episodes I watched yesterday was the one where uh Oh yeah, Katie Seagal is his mom on that show. That's right. <laughs> is his mom on what show? On Brooklyn nine nine. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> Good catch, Erica. Uh so uh we just watched an episode where you know because Oh, Charles Boyle. Yep, Charles Boyle. He uh you know, Captain Hull is by the book, great police officer, dealt with a lot of adversity coming up. He's a black gay cop. So he uh He's monotone. Yeah, he's monotone as a motherfucker. It's it when he tells a joke, like you you can't tell if he's being serious or joking, and then he goes, That's really funny. Like it, it's just he's hilarious. But we watched a show last night where uh they're trying to kill uh Ralphie from uh the league. He comes in Rock. as a cop. Yeah, yeah, Rafia. Um, and the FBI is trying trying to kill him because he was twelve years undercover. And the uh his the guy that Captain Holt knows from the FBI is the same fucking guy as him. Like monotone the yeah. whole thing, but he's a dirty cop. Um I forgot where I was going with this, but like it's just it's a phenomenal show. It's really funny, it's light. Um so like Pat said, you can get up and you know, walk away and Go, like you're not it's not like a show where there's a huge storyline that you need to follow you know well, so it's hooked. there's not cliffhangers at the end of every episode you can you can stop watching it for a week and go back yeah which you know i turn it on when i'm going to bed or you know if we're bored around the house and there's no sports on or something like that we'll throw it on um i actually was watching it before the super bowl i had the pregame stuff on one or i was watching a Celtics game on one tv in the basement and was watching brooklyn 99 on the other tv um so, I really enjoy it. If you guys are looking for something that's just light, something funny to watch, I would go. Uh, I would definitely go watch it. Um, when do they have their annual competition? Is that the Halloween episode or is it the season finale? It's the Halloween episode. Those are my, those episodes are so uh, fucking good. Uh, the actor that played the dirty FBI guy was the president from the show Twenty Four. He's also the guy from the Allstate commercials. Uh yeah. Uh, President Palmer, David Palmer on 24. Uh, fantastic actor as well. Yes. Uh, but all in all, man, it's a great show. I don't know how many seasons there are. I, like I said, I think I'm on season three or four at this point. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh. so you know what? So it, I think I'm on season four because after they do the FBI guy, they get a, like, they, they catch him and then, uh, uh, the main character there and uh, Captain Boyle have to go uh, into the witness protection because they're getting threatened by the mob guy that, that they're going to get killed. 
Yep. Yep. So that's where we were at last night when I fell asleep. So what about, I want to say her name's Lanetti, Gina Lanetti. She's like a receptionist slash police officer. Oh, she's awesome, dude. She's fucking yeah. hilarious. She's not a police officer. She's just the fucking, she's the captain's assistant. But she's That's like, what it is. She's fucking hilarious. That's the thing is they do such good job. They do such a good job on that show with character development, like Holt being a gay black monotone police captain, and you're invested in him and his husband. You know, Amy being the the fucking super nerd who's smoking hot, and then of course the main character is after her. Uh, Terry Crews having the the two children, him just being a softy like in general, and he's always worried about how his body looks and everything. I love that he talks about himself in the third person all the time. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, Even the two, what are the two who just fucking eat lunch and hang out all day? Yeah, the fucking two fat guys there. Uh, yeah, like everything about the show, you're you're fully invested. Rosa, you're fully invested. Even Rafi, who I'm pretty sure his character should have spent about five minutes on that show and never been back on. He lasts forever because you fall in love with everybody on that show. Oh, does he come back? Oh, yeah, yeah. Rafi's in and out of that show permanently. You, you, like, he never stops. Nice. Uh, Erica said they have a few people on other shows, on, from other shows on there, at least two from The Office, a couple from 24. Just fun to see different people come on. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we figured out uh, the black guy there, that uh, the Pontiac Bandit that, you know, comes in. <laughs> he's, come. a, he's a pretty famous comedian or comedy actor. Well, he played on The Office for years. Yeah. Um, so he was good, and then there was somebody else from The Office that Erica found yesterday. Who the fuck was it? Um, oh, Maggie, the cleaning lady. She, she, uh, she was in the office when okay. uh, Scully and Hitchcock, yeah, are the two fat guys that are just sitting in their chairs all day. Fucking fantastic! Yeah, great show. It never occurred to me that his name was Hitchcock, uh, and how funny it is that his name is obviously a reference to Alfred Hitchcock. And I assume Scully isn't Scully from uh, X Files. Yes, Mulder and Scully. Yeah, Meredith from The Office is Maggie, the cleaning lady. Yep. I think she only has one episode, though. Or two, maybe. Alright. Good uh, good movie review segment, Pat. All right, Pat, what else we got on the show today? We got some three-finger news, news that's sure to shock you. Uh, this little article, this doozy here, sent in by Miss Erica Washington. A woman found an email in her sperm... Wow, her sperm folder. Holy shit, Tom. Fantastic. We have derailed. A woman found an email in her spam folder saying she'd won $3 million, and she really had. Laura Spears almost missed being notified on her $3 million lottery win. Uh, A Michigan woman played the state lottery on New Year's Eve but forgot to follow up. It turned out she won $3 million in the lottery but didn't realize until checking her spam. Laura Spears said she inadvertently discovered her win while looking for something else. In Oakland County... Nope, that's a different thing. 55-year-old Laura Spears matched five balls in Michigan's lottery Mega Millions prize on New Year's Eve. The contest's organizer announced on Friday. 
but she hadn't thought to check her numbers and might not have found out if it, that had happened if she didn't check her spam folder a few days later while looking for an unrelated message. She said, it's a striking change from the messages spam filters exist to stop, which promise easy money, but are in fact meant to defraud the recipients. She said, I was looking for a missing email from someone, so I checked the spam folder in my email account. That's when I saw an email from the lottery saying I'd won a prize. I couldn't believe what I was reading, so I logged into my lottery account to confirm the message in the email. It's all still so shocking that I really won $3 million. Her initial win was $1 million, but she had also spent an extra dollar on the lottery's mega plier. Uh, she said she added the Michigan lottery to her safe senders list in case she ever gets lucky again. She plans to share the win with family and retire earlier than planned. The lottery organizer said the Michigan lottery jackpot stood at $376 million as of January 21st. She didn't even put a fucking dent in this thing with her win. My favorite part of this whole article, Tom, they hand this woman $3 million and she goes, I'm going to put you guys as a safe sender just in case I get lucky. What? <laughs> you just got $3 million. That's it, sweetheart. Stop fucking betting. Did you see that somebody in Cheshire won? Uh, it was either the Mega Millions or the Powerball, $186 million? No, that's excellent. Yeah. It wasn't me, though. Huh. If it was me, we wouldn't be doing a show. Well, we would be doing a show. That'd be the only thing I'd be doing in my life. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I got to tell you, man. Uh, I love what we do. I don't know how I would walk away. For what we do for work? Yeah, like I, for work? the last... I don't even know when. I. It's been a long time now. Has been a non-stop fucking enjoyable, just balls to the wall, constantly doing something. Um, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I was just having this conversation with our, our friend who works at my store uh, the other day. And he was like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, you never complain about a bad day. I'm like, bad days are just, there's just more work or there's different work. Like, but it's still like, it's they're necessary. Everybody has bad days. It's part of the game, man. Yeah, no, oh, I agree works. with that. But at the same time, like, if I win $180 million, dude, I'm not working for anybody but myself. Yeah, I mean, maybe less hours? I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> Hand me $180 million, I'll let you know. Yeah, guess what? I'll never fucking see you again. That's how that would go. <laughs> That's not true. I'll call you from Aruba and be like, hey, anytime you want to come visit, let me know. No, fuck that. I think, I'll go uh, spitsies on your ticket with you. I th <laughs> I think it's fair to say that if either one of us won that kind of money, uh, the other one would be taken care of. At least I would hope. Oh God. Yeah, I I can't, dude. Oh man, so many people would have so much money if I won the fucking lottery. Yeah, see, nobody would have money. Just I just don't have very elaborate dreams. I'm like, you know, three or four million puts me to be able to never work again and live the life that I would live optimally so if i've got a hundred there's a lot of millions to divide yeah but see like your whole life changes you know what i mean like like even like yeah i could if i had three or four million dollars i could probably retire tomorrow and never have to work again you know what i mean i would have to live a very similar lifestyle to what i live now to do that except that um the problem is you had it like if you have 180 million dollars well guess what now I'm buying a house in Aruba. In half my year, I'm going to live in Aruba. 
You know what I mean? Or I'm going to go all these different places and see all these different things. No, don't like, that's not much different than my life right now. Other than I would own the property in Aruba. Um, but you like, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's just, it's just a different, like, well, I like to vacation. I'm still a very basic person. I don't need a fancy house or this or that. Like to me, a bigger house just means a bigger house to clean. You know what I mean? Like I would probably have, I, you know, I'd be like, Tom, let's, let's get a brand new top of the line RV. Right. I'm talking really, you know what? Let's get two. Cause God knows we don't want to sit next to each other all day, every day. So let's get two. Let's get them fitted with full podcast gear. Right. So we can one, I'm talking rap like the outer rap, Fuck but yeah. also so we can podcast on the road. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, and then let's do all 50 states, right? Um, but let's do, let's review, you know, the best restaurants. Let's review this. Let's, and I would, I'm not getting one. I'd be covered head to toe in tattoos. I would not cover my face. That'd be the only <laughs> thing. In your hands. No, at that point, what the fuck do I care? I, the only reason I don't tattoo my hands is for uh, the workplace. Um, so I would definitely cover my hands. And, I would put a standing appointment at the doctor and I'm talking like every six months to every year, I'm going to need lipo and gastric <laughs> bypass. I don't want plastic surgery, like to, to make myself look younger or anything like that. What I do want is to not exercise and to eat whatever the fuck I choose. And you motherfuckers are responsible for my weight, right? Like I pay a lot of good money to you people. Keep my weight down. I'm going to keep pushing as hard as I can to get it up again. You're <laughs> That's the truth. They're like, oh, but you don't have a job. You could just spend an hour a day exercising. Why would I do that? I have millions of dollars. Suck the fat out of me. Yeah, see, that's I'm the exact opposite, where if I had the time to work out and stuff, and because let's be real, like, as much as I like shitty food, and I do, right, um, part of my big is just the time, man. You know what I mean? Because I prioritize other things in my life over exercising or stuff like that. So if I had the time, I would probably spend an hour, hour and a half a day going to the gym to do that. You know what I mean? What else am I going to do? If I'm fucking retired, I can go do that shit. Um, so, but like when you're at work, like my work day starts at five 30 in the morning. I don't get home till six, six 30 at night. Your fucking day is over. You're going to have dinner. You're going to do a quick hour and a half fucking, uh, podcast once a week. And then it's time for bed. And I do other things, like I play pool two nights a week, all those things add up. Um, but when you don't have to be at work for 13 hours a day, guess what? You can chisel out an hour to go work out. And to be honest with you, find better things to eat. You know what I mean? I eat a lot of well, junk because I'm on the fucking them, Yeah, You would have the time. Yeah, I'm on the fucking go all the time. Like, it's it's hard That's to... That's my point. Like, I get what what we could do. Because money may not buy happiness, which I think is a lie. Because money buys the freedom to have happiness. But <laughs> money buys you time. Money buys you the power to make decisions. Um, like, how am I going to spend this day? Uh, that's my point, though. So with all that money, my decision would be, bring me a fucking Big Mac and suck this fat out of me. Like, you I don't fuck. care how much time I have. You got issues. It is what it is. Or I could hire a personal chef, I suppose. But then I'd be like, can you figure out a way to make a healthy Big Mac, please? Yeah, take out the bread and make it with real burgers. 
you better find me some calorie free bread, chef. Seriously though, like if you make a uh, a Big Mac at your house, right, and you're using like real beef from the store, all it is is lettuce and thousand and thousand island dressing and some pickles after that. You know what I mean? So it you would certainly to... be a more calorie dense food. Like it would be healthier for sure. Um, but not help. I'm like I still shouldn't eat ground beef seven days a week. You got to understand when when we talk about home cooking, I don't home cook to eat healthier. It is healthier by coincidence. I home cook because it's better tasting and it stretches further. I know if I make like I had I made a meatloaf not this Sunday last Sunday. I ate it all five nights of the week. Miss Elizabeth refused to eat meatloaf. I think ever again actually. Um. But I made a fucking massive meatloaf. It was like thirteen dollars to eat for the week. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, you know what we never did was dude, check if I make the... burgers. Miss Miss Elizabeth, you know they hear about these things. Some somebody will hear like what I'm gonna make, and they're like, "That's fucking disgusting." And then they see it, and they're like, "Well, now I kind of want to try it." And then Miss Elizabeth will take a bite, and she's like, "Fuck, make me one." So when I make burgers. I butter and grill croissants. My cheeseburgers are on croissants when I make burgers. And she's like, what the fuck? You can't just have cheeseburgers on croissants. Watch me, motherfucker. You're so fucking McDonald's. You're so fucking fat. Did you hear? Speaking of McDonald's. Crispy and buttery. Did you hear that they're bringing back the steak, egg, and cheese to McDonald's? Of course I heard. I went there yesterday to find out it was not out yet. I know. I'm super upset. I actually, that's so funny. I checked yesterday morning on the app to see if it was in there because I was going to go get one. <laughs> We're so fat. We're so fucking fat. <laughs> Dude, you know how many times I, if I pull into a McDonald's, the first thing I think is, fuck, I missed that steak, egg, and cheese. It's so fucking good, man. So that good. and the Arch Deluxe. I don't even remember what the Arch Deluxe was. I just remember loving it as a kid. I've never even heard of that. Never even heard of it. No idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'll tell you what, dude. A sausage, egg, and cheese on a McMuffin, though, it's fucking good. It's good stuff. Anyway. We kind of got off the rails there. I like the idea about buying those RVs. Maybe we should do that when we actually retire, like buy an RV. And we just... Ew. Yeah, two RVs. That'd be fucking yeah. dope. I'm going to start looking at RVs now. Don't I'll do have... it, dude. They're so fucking sexy and they're so appetizing. I like the idea of it, though. I mean, that's not a bad way to uh, to retire. And since I'm going to be retiring in a short uh, 20 years... Uh, right around I, the corner. Hey, man, I got 20 years to set this shit up. You know what I mean? I'll only be 52 years old. According to my parents, I'm not going to make it that long. But, you know, if I do, I'll be good. Is that a reference to your weight? Yeah, I didn't tell you the story. No, but I can't fucking wait to hear it. It's not really funny. Like, it, it was actually very charismatic, and uh, it kind of scared the shit out of me a little bit. But when I was down there to watch that game with my father... Uh, after the game was over and stuff, he said, uh, he said, like, we were just sitting there and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm worried about you. I want you to start taking better care of yourself. And listen, like, obviously, uh, I'm overweight. I'm fat as fuck. Uh, I do smoke and vape, uh, probably not the best things, but you know, he was like, I'm just worried about you. You know, I got like 20, 25 years left. I just want to make sure that you're around for all of them. Like I'm going to fucking die tomorrow. Uh, but you know, I am getting older that like, it's a reality, right? At the end of the day though, we all die. It, it it's going to happen to all of us. Um, but I guess, you know, we want to make it as long as we can, I guess. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. Um, 
here's the thing. They say like the saddest thing in the world is to outlive your to outlive your kids. I don't have to worry about that. So I will refer back to an earlier part of the conversation where I say, bring me my fucking Big Mac. I don't have kids. <laughs> I want my fucking Big Mac. If I did have kids, you know what I, the main problem would be? I wouldn't be able to afford as many fucking Big Macs. You really like Big Macs, man? I, no, uh, they're really not very fucking good. Every once in a while, I'll get a Big Mac, and I'm like, yes, this is going to hit the spot, and it never fucking does. No, man, you know what? Good. Honestly, the Whopper is the best fucking fast food burger. Whopper or Wendy's Wendy's Classic Double. Yeah, dude. I'm with you on that. I mean, those <sighs> Double you see Whopper this dog, this dog wants to go on a hike so bad right now. Yeah, you're going later. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, fucking... A whopper, dude. Every time you drive by, uh, fuckface there, the one that emails into the show sometimes or doesn't email in, but has some comments about the show. He yeah. he hasn't eaten uh beef from a fast food joint in like twelve years. He said, but every oh single my God. time, dude, ask him if he'll be on the show. If we give him one of each of, the, we'll we'll pay. We'll get a Big Mac, a Whopper. Something from Taco Bell, like a chicken sandwich from Pop. We'll get just the garbagest food, and he has to just take one bite of each until he taps out. So, like, take a bite of everything, then take a second bite of everything. But then he's got to. We'll have it pre-set up so nothing's on film. But we'll put cameras, not not capturing anything important, but also audio in the bathroom for when he fucking just destroys the porcelain. <laughs> Cause it'll fuck him right up, dude. Twelve years without fucking fast food beef, that shit will run through him. Well, so he eats Tell him the if he chicken. It, I will drink Epicac. So he eats. Uh, Erica says a big D burger with grilled onions from Dutch's is delicious. That's funny because we went to Dutch's last night after that uh, lantern thing, <coughs> and I was like, "No need to ask what you're gonna get, Liz. Clearly, you want the big D." <laughs> And then your wife was like, that's my favorite. <laughs> Something both of them is lacking from yeah. us. They get uh, it at Dutch's because they ain't getting <laughs> it anywhere else. Um, he does eat at Taco Bell. Um, I don't know if he's eaten at Burger King in the last 12 years, but he does say every time he goes, dude, every time I drive by Burger King, and it's specifically the one on Meriden Waterbury Road, he goes, like, my mouth starts fucking watering. Because of the smell of the Whoppers. Like, it's so... Like, the smell of Burger King is so fucking good. You don't get that from McDonald's. You don't get that from any other... It's fucking... Yeah, because they flame fucking cook them. It's so good, dude. Listen, you're preaching to the choir. I live... I I could sprint to Burger King without having a heart attack. I know. A full-fledged run. And... Man, every motherfucking day that shit just pours into my house, and I'm like, fire up the grill, fire up the fucking grill. It's so good, dude. It uh, is. I want double whopper. Their fries though suck, so you got to go to another establishment for fries. I had, I actually had a double classic from Wendy's on. Uh, it was either Wednesday or Thursday. It was fucking no delicious. tomato. Classic double no tomato. I get it with tomato. Oh, okay. I'm usually not a tomato guy. Uh, but lately, I've been eating tomatoes for some reason. I like firm tomatoes. I, I I'm not a big fan of tomatoes in general, and I don't I don't know if it's a texture thing, like the skin on, because I like ketchup. Uh, I like things with like I like pasta sauce. 
You know what I mean? It's just I don't I don't know if it's the texture of the tomato that I don't like or what, but I think we've talked about this before and it just makes me sound as gay as anything that I could say could make me sound. But when it comes to sauces, uh I'm not a huge fan of the reds as much as I pretend to like ketchup. I actually like ketchup mixed with mayonnaise. The whiter the sauce, the happier I am, god damn it. Um <laughs> like uh the like creamier the sauce over turkey gravy or Alfredo sauce over pasta sauce, um, or ketchup and mayonnaise over ketchup. You know, oh, dude, like, a nice chicken Alfredo would be so good. I actually have a stir fry, a bird's eye stir fry chicken Alfredo upstairs right motherfucking now. So good. I love chicken Alfredo. You ever have those things, the stir fries? You rip the bag open, dump it into a frying pan, and just cook it? Yeah, you know what I found, and I was doing this for a while. I should probably go back to it. It was uh, P.F. Chang's sells like General Sow's, uh in the frozen food section, so you just pour it into a skillet and you cook it up. Yeah. And then you yeah. make some rice and it goes with the rice and bam, you That's got it. fucking beef and broccoli or general sauce or whatever. Um, I only had PF Chang's once and I was not impressed at all. Yeah, I'm not impressed with it, but I, it's something easy to get at the grocery store that you probably would yeah. enjoy, you know? Uh, all right. You want to do these other stories real quick? Might as well at least. I think there's only one real story left. The one under it, I got to do a bunch of work on. It's just there, so I remember to do the work. It's huge. There's something. Exactly. There's something nobody ever said to you. Correct. All right. Uh, So this story, Chicago man released from prison 20 years later after twin brother confesses to murder. Kevin Duger, 44, was released from Cook County Jail on Tuesday night and breathed his first free breaths as a free man in almost 20 years. The Chicago man who nearly spent two decades behind bars for a murder over a deadly 2003 shooting has been released years after. That's the the emphasis on this. Years after his identical twin confessed to the crime. And an emotional Kevin Duger broke down into tears as he was released from the Cook County Jail on Tuesday night and reunited with his loved ones as a free man. Duger was convicted in 2005 and sentenced to 54 years in prison for years he maintained his innocence. Still, his fate appeared to be sealed until what Safer described as a stranger-than-fiction plot twist that saw Duger's twin brother, Carl Smith, admit to having carried out the murder in a confession that was first made in a letter to Duger in 2013, nearly a decade after he was convicted. Initially, the admission had little impact on Duger's case, with a judge ruling in 2018 that Smith's confession was not credible and declining to offer his twin a new trial. After Tuesday's ruling, he will have had a second chance to he will have a second chance to prove his innocence. This guy confessed in a jailhouse letter to his brother. Like, dude, I really miss you. But here's the thing: I can't really complain because it's kind of my fault. That's uh I kind of get it, um, why they didn't, uh, like, just say, yeah, lock up the other one and take the other one out. Because, like, I could tell you this, if my brother's convicted of, brother, of murder and I'm his, uh, Erica's a good point in this, but hold on. Uh, if my brother's convicted of murder and we're identical twins, we are twins, but not identical, uh, I'm going to write that uh, to him every single day that I could write that to him just because... I would rather me be in prison than my brother. You know what I mean? Well, not only that, it would get him out of jail, but you don't necessarily go to jail, right? You have a trial. 
you have a second chance and you've already seen the state's hand. They've already yeah. shown you the whole hand. Any surprises coming were brought up in that first trial. So you winning a second trial is way more likely because it's guaranteed that you're going to lose the first trial. It's already been lost. So you have a significantly better shot at winning that second trial, bro. Uh, Erica, Even a with a written confession. How does his twin brother have a different last name? Well, there's a couple different ways. One could have been uh, a new dad could have adopted one and not the other. One could have changed his name to his mother's maiden name because he didn't get along with his dad. Um, but I think the more likely uh, scenario here is heteropaternal superfundication. Uh, heteropaternal superfundication is when uh, identical twins are created from two different men's sperm. We talked about this last week on the show, and I'm so fucking glad, Erica, that you would ask. You're uh, as I think that's the most likely scenario. Hold on. As her twin brother Sounds confesses. Like mom was running, getting a little choo-choo run on her, and she uh, ended up with identical twins. Hold on. I'm, uh, I'm Google searching why they would have... Why do... Here we go. No, I'm sure. I'm sure if somebody went back to mom's maiden name or dad, a uh, new dad's name or something like that. Why do you automatically assume that they have new debts? Well, if their mom got divorced and there's a new dad involved, one could have taken his last name. Oh, yeah. He changed his, uh, Pat, you nailed, you fucking nailed it. Uh, Carl changed his, uh, changed his surname to his mother's maiden name. I'm not a smart man, Jen A, but I know a thing or two about broken homes. That's crazy. What's Erica saying? I can't read any of it. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. They wouldn't be identical. They'd be fraternal, with preservative, fraternal with different debts. Yeah, I can't see. Well, you don't uh, know. No, that. I know. But uh, well, you don't know that for sure. What if they both look homo, like their mother? Homo paternal superfundification is an important thing that we should all learn about. Yes, it's very important to all of us. Uh, that's that's what I live for. That's what I live for. If you're gonna have a three way, you got to learn this term. Well, CPAT, in your life, you would only have a three way with two dudes and a chick. You fucking idiot. <laughs> well, there's no fucking way that me and my friend, I'm, I'm not going to go into sex and You're tell so this girl, gay. listen. You're so gay. <laughs> or once, I'm going to fucking leave you satisfied in the bedroom tonight. And then I bring a second chick. That's not going to help. I, so... This girl's going to need me to have a backup hitter, if you know what I'm saying. The fact that you would, say... I would pull out in the bottom of the eighth and be like, hey, we're calling in the lefty. This guy's going to come finish this game for me. You have to. The fact that you immediately go, you have to learn this term in case you're going to have a three-way. It's your, important. Your it's first three-way would be with you, another dude, and a chick. I'm curious now, since you're saying that you would rather have a two-female uh, three-way, which sounds like a double down on a headache. Uh, if you, <laughs> Tom, you're familiar with the term shooting ropes? You've heard this? No. Okay, when you when you ejaculate, it happens in streams, right? Like bursts. Yeah. Okay. 
Those are called ropes. You shoot ropes, okay? What if you started to ejaculate inside of one woman, withdrew, went into another woman, and finished ejaculating? What if you got both of them pregnant? Are they not twins? No, they're not twins. They're from different people. Like, different females. They're not twins at that point. I just... I guess by that logic, if you... If... if three women use the same sperm donor at the sperm bank, those wouldn't be triplets. Yeah. Interesting. I'm still stuck on the fact that you want to have a three-way with another dude and a chick. I'm actually wholeheartedly against three-ways. I've never had a three-way, never had interest in a (coughs) three-way. I almost had a three-way. We've discussed that on the show. Uh, Went real bad. It Um, seemed like you wanted to do it, though. Was it a... Was that about wanting the three-way time, or was it about wanting... You know what? Sometimes when you eat uh, one flavor of potato chips every day for a long time, and then a new flavor is introduced, and that flavor looks appetizing, you think, I still want the burger, but I'd like it with these chips instead. You think that's what that was about, Tom? Uh, No. I think you wanted to have a three-way. And you didn't do it because another dude wasn't involved. You didn't have somebody put there. It it was not my decision to not do it. (laughs) Not that day. Uh, There wasn't a guy there to put his penis inside your mouth. That's uh, that's what they call game for the occasion. (laughs) I like the uh, potato chip reference there. Oh, thank you. He had a three-way with honey in her buns. Nice. That was from Erica. That bitch was so big, I had an orgy. That's fucked up, man. You're you're a horrible person. Well, this from fucking Shamu's fucking ex-boyfriend, anyways. Uh, Why are you talking shit about that girl, man? You never even met her, dude. I didn't have to. The entire community saw her walk into that fucking Walmart. Jesus. All right. Uh, Tom, since, since it was lightly grazed, let's have this conversation once and for all. Tom, the best brand of potato chip is obviously Utz, correct? Oh. Depends you on what kind of... You come at me with some garbage, like fucking Pringles or fucking Lay's. Well, I don't kind know of... that we can continue having what... the relationship that we have. What kind of chip are we talking about? Well, like, like that's the problem. It's for, one, what type of chip? Are we talking about a chip like Doritos? Or, like, an actual potato chip. If we're talking about actual potato chips, then you have to get into the flavors, right? Because I'm a huge salt and vinegar fan for chips, uh, where I would say Utz probably has the best ones. Are you talking the shavings or are you talking the ruffles? I don't like ruffles. The only time I like ruffles is when I'm eating uh, a dip. Yep. I prefer ruffles all the time, and I prefer Utz ruffles specifically. Their barbecue and their sour cream and onion. Here's the thing about Utz, is they're not fucking cheapskates. They put so much goddamn flavor on their chips. Yes. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yes, they. Listen, I'm not saying I hate Utz, um, but I think like I do think a Lay's salt and vinegar chip is better than an Utz. But to your point, uh, Utz sour cream and onion is better than a Lay's sour cream and onion. You feel me? Uh, 
it, it brings also, me back to the. I don't know if you can count Doritos in this conversation because those are tortilla chips, uh, and there's not a close second to Doritos tortilla chips. Um, Pat, this brings me to the famous saying: situations are situational, and uh, I think it it's just different for which. Uh, for which type of chip you're eating. Erica says, I like the kettle cooked chips. And Erica, that's why nobody likes you. Kettle cooked chips are not good. They're... Erica, I didn't even realize you were Canadian. That's too bad. Uh, so we're on the same page that we both don't prefer kettle cooked chips. Like, they're I'm like. I'm fine with kettle cooked chips because they're still deep fried, but no, they're not the same. They're not as good. Utz fucking ruffles. With the guy, I think they're actually called ridges because it's not Ruffles is brand specific. But uh, barbecue and sour cream and onion are tip top. Tom, since we can't crack the answer, let's get let's get the number nine or some kind of final decision. Tom, Cheetos brand, Cheetos or cheese puffs? Hot. So you mean like the small, like the crunchy Cheetos? Like the little crunchy ones that kind of look like walking canes, right? Or like cheese puffs? Found in the woods. Or cheese poofs. Okay. Here is, here are my three top Cheetos, okay? Number one, Cheetos pigtails. They're like a puff, but they're in a, like a, a pigtail. Yes. Best one out there. Then the crunchy Cheetos, then the puffs. I'm a little bit disappointed. You don't have a spot in your uh, in your rating system for the the paw print. I don't know that I've ever had the paw print, Pat. Tom, um, if you were to go to the Walmart that we would go to, the one where we would shop, and you go to the registers, you know that front wall where they have nine million of like seven different things. <coughs> yeah, they have the the water cooler of the paw print cheese Cheetos right now. Really. Yeah, you know, the big fucking, like, multi-gallon tub. I would imagine that they're very similar to the... So, I don't know what is different about the cheese puffs and the pigtail ones. It's pretty much the same thing, but there's something... Like, the pigtail ones have, like, more cheese on them or something. Like, there's just... They're so fucking good. So good. To your point... Um, I like macaroni and cheese shells more than I like macaroni and cheese like the regular elbow pasta. I'm with you on that one, 100%. And if we're talking that, then when you bring in the shapes like the Flintstone or the Dinosaur or like the Blue's Clues macaroni and cheese, way better when it's shapes. Way better. Yeah, but see, if if you're doing macaroni and cheese, Pat, you have to, like Velveeta is the only way to go. I don't like that box potters. I have a real problem with Velveeta. What? What? Here's my here's my problem with Velveeta. When it's hot, Velveeta is by far the best. The second it's not hot, Velveeta immediately plummets to dead last for me because it thickens so much and the consistency. I can't I can't like I can get it to my mouth. Once it gets into my mouth, I start gagging. It's too thick. I <laughs> don't make it something it's not, Tom. Don't make it something it's not. <laughs> It's too thick. Um, name of the show. It's too thick. Um, <laughs> it's too... I can't write that on this piece of paper, but I'm not going to forget that one. Um, uh, yeah. 
Velveeta, 100%. I would only eat macaroni and cheese hot. Now, listen, my son will tell you that I am the best when it comes to making the cheese for the regular, uh, for the regular craft macaroni and cheese, you know, with the powder packets. Uh, like, I have that shit dead nuts. I know exactly how. See, the key, Pat, in making those is to add extra butter into the sauce. That's the key. Well, congratulations. You've discovered the key to every meal ever made. Add extra butter. Well, listen, man, nobody else, listen, my son will only eat my Kraft macaroni and cheese. That's all I know. He says, Dad, hey, when you make, make the best. Do you make Red Lobster biscuits at your house? No, Pat, I'm not a fat fuck. When we make Red Lobster biscuits, and we do, uh, we double the cheese, double the butter, and oh my God, Cheddar Bay biscuits all day. Ask Suicide Steve, he loves Cheddar Bay. I know, I know. I was... <laughs> <laughs> clawing it up over there Erica said that's what she said to it's too thick and uh Pat I think that's the show anything you want to add uh yeah number niners I say good day <laughs>